the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good afternoon, Southern California. Welcome those all over the nation listening via the KKLA website or their app or maybe on ChristianRadio.net or iHeartRadio. We want to welcome you to Southern California Live here on KKLA and KPRZ in San Diego. I'm your host, Ed Carlson, and I hope you are having a blessed and prosperous day out there, whether you're at home or at work or you're uh, in your car, wherever you might be. Maybe you're on vacation listening to us. Thank you for listening to us every single day from 3 to 5 p.m. And uh, we are glad that you're here. we got a great show for you today, and I want to get right to it. But I want to welcome those that uh, here in the L.A. area that are listening, those in Orange County, uh, those down in San Diego, uh, those all over that are listening to KPRZ, as well as uh, KKLA here in the L.A. Basin and Orange County. Uh, we have a ton of listeners, and we thank you for your support. We thank you for your continued listenership. You guys are awesome, and we do this because of you. So welcome to the show. And uh, we want you to be a part of today's show. This show is not the same if you're not a part of it. So please, we want to, uh, you guys to give us a call. We want to hear what you have to say uh, about what we're talking about every single day. Your opinion, your thoughts, your takes on things matter. And we hope as well that you feel encouraged today. Our, one of our main things here is that we want you to find hope here. That's our tagline here at KKLA and KPRZ, find hope here. And we want you to do that every day when you get done listening to this show or the shows here on KKLA, we want you to walk away with a little bit more hope than you had when you first came. So we hope that you feel encouraged today by listening. If you do, we'd love to hear from you. Go to the website and, and drop us a note. Let us know uh, what we could do better, but let us know how God has used this station to better your life or to give you some hope in the midst of your trying situation. And uh, But let's get started today. I want to talk about something different. We're going we're gonna to start the show off today a little bit different. Um, you know, usually... Uh, on this show, and the reality of really any radio show is that it, it looks like this, right? We we set up the conflict or the problem or the issue that is going on in the world, um, and it's usually a current issue, and so it creates a conflict, right? A conflict in our minds, a conflict in our heart. Uh, maybe it is something that we've been uh, talking about for a long time, uh, or maybe it's something that just is currently happening in our world. And so we create this problem, or, or this, it's not created, but we set it up for everybody. And, and so, and then how does that problem or crisis affect the listener? Uh, and then we put forward a possible solution and how the listener can apply that answer to their life and uh, provide hope for the hurting and those affected by the issue you're discussing. And that's the the framework really of any good television show, radio show, even a sermon, right? We set up the conflict. Hey, this is what's going on. People go, yeah, that's me. Uh, and then we talk about a solution and how they can apply that to life. And there's nothing wrong with those discussions. And, and we will have many more of those over the next number of times that you listen to the radio. And, and, and those are super important. We have to talk about what's going on in our world. I always uh, revert back to in the Bible, it says that we need to be like the men of Issachar. They, they knew the temper of their times. They, they knew what was going on. They knew how to apply uh, the truths of God's word to their current uh, situation. And so we have to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I wanted to take this first hour and I wanted to mix it up a little bit. And I want to throw you a little curveball, but this is a good curveball, right? Uh, I was thinking the other day, 
what if we did a segment? What if we just took an hour uh, on just what is right in the world? Yeah, that's right. Just what is going right in the world? I don't know about you, but it has seemed like the last year and a half to two years, every single time I turn around, there's something negative happening. Every single time I turn on the news, uh, there's something new about the pandemic. There's something new about something horrible in the United States or the world, or even in California, and things are going, the sky is falling. And, and all of those things are legitimate. And the reality of it is that, that we are going to suffer problems in this world. But what is right in the world? What, what about stories of, of men and women of God that they're doing in their communities to bring hope and healing to people? Uh, stories of individuals that are, that are seeing a need in their church or maybe in their community, uh, in their world perhaps, and, and filling that need with the gifts and the, and the talents that God's given them, the resources that God has given them. And that is what life is really about, isn't it? I mean, God has placed us here in this world to be in relationship with him but also to glorify him through the good works that he has planned in advance for us to do. So to, to find those gifts and talents and, and passions that are, that are in our soul that he's placed there and, and through the favor and power of God, use those gifts, those talents and passions to serve mankind. And I, and I wanted to read to you the, this first portion of Ephesians 2 as we start off today, the, the first 10 verses that is, because it gives the context of exactly what I'm talking about today. And, and we are saved by grace through faith, right, so that we can honor God with our life. And we were created in him for these good works. So check it out. This is what Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10 says. It says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. And that is the picture. That is a statement of myself and you pre-Jesus. But look at this. I love it. I love there's these big statements in Scripture. And here's one of them right in verse 4, this huge phrase, but God. It says, but God, despite all of that, that mess and that nastiness that you were involved in, verse 4 says this, but God being rich in mercy. Thank the Lord for that. Because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why did he do that? So that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God not a result of work, so that no one may boast. And then look at this last verse, verse 10. It says, for we, that's you and I, that call ourselves and claim the name of Jesus and call ourselves Christ followers, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for what? For good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So there it is. For us as believers, God has prepared the good works for us to do before. And they're already done. They're already prepared for us. They're just waiting for you and I to walk in. So our job is to get busy. Get busy doing his work. Well, what work? His works of love and kindness and healing to a lost and dying world. So I want to talk about that with you today. I want to hear from you, San Diego. I want to hear from you, Orange County, L.A., up in Camarillo, all the surrounding cities. What is a feel-good story that you have? What is, right, what is going right in your world? What is something that is a feel-good story that you could tell on this station right now that would give hope 
to everybody that's listening because we need a little bit of hope. So what story do you have about God using everyday people like you and me to meet a need in your community to uh, to help the hurting? So give us a call right now at 888-52-TALKS. That's 888-52-TALKS. And uh, we'll do that. But I have a story. I have a, a couple stories that I, that I was looking at. I just want to give you one. And we've got some great guests uh, that are going to be uh, on the show here in just a little bit for this first hour. But let me just read you the story. It's a great one. It says, Lori Finby found a wallet and through a series of amazing circumstances found the owner who was part of a migrant group from Jamaica who came to the United States. The way she found him and what happened next was truly miraculous. One day recently, Lori Finby was shopping at a garage sale in Rochester, New York, and and she was leaving. She found a wallet on the ground. She looked inside and found a Jamaican driver's license, some American cash, and some Jamaican cash. And she tried all the usual ways to locate the man whose name was George. She couldn't find him through Google or Facebook, and then she asked for suggestions through Nextdoor, which is a community website. And Lori received a lot of ideas and responses, some of them not so positive. But one lady suggested that she contact a little store that is known to have many Jamaican migrant workers as clients. So Lori called the store and found that, yes, indeed, there was someone named George who lost his wallet. She suggested that the owner contact George and have him call her. And so when George contacted her, he was able to identify all the contents of the wallet and Lori was able to return it. But it didn't stop there. And that's exactly where God begins to take over. It doesn't stop at the initial blessing. Look at this. Lori asked George, what do you and the migrant workers need? Oh, isn't that what Jesus would ask? Isn't that exactly what Jesus asked us? What is it that you need? And he said that they could use some warm clothes. So Lori immediately contacted the next door community and was able to organize a clothing drive. She received lots of T-shirts, sweatshirts, shoes, and other supplies. Recently, Lori was able to meet George and the other migrant workers there in Rochester, New York, and she joined them in picking apples together. What a heartwarming story. See, we begin to talk about those. I bet you didn't hear that on your local news station recently. But despite what you hear every day on the news or on social media, there are a lot of great things, really moral things, loving things that God is doing through his people all around this world and even in this nation. Well, you're listening to Southern California Live here on KKLA and KPRZ in San Diego. We're talking right now about what is right with the world. I know there are a ton of negative and evil things that happen daily throughout our world, but sometimes we need to turn our attention to God and, and see and hear the great things that he is doing so, so that our faith is built up and we can give praise to God and for, being, for him being active in this dark world. So if you want to jump in on the conversation, give us a call at 888-52-TALKS. That's 888-52-TALKS. I have another story that I want to give you, and I love this story, man. It's such a great story. And it's about a guy by the name of Robbie Pruitt. Robbie had some property stolen recently. And most people having property stolen feels like a great violation. Robbie admits that when his mountain bike was swiped last September, he got mad, but soon enough, his emotions took a turn. After letting go of his anger and frustration, he found himself on a road to compassion instead. An avid biker, Pruitt's first priority was to replace his ride, but when he went bike shopping, he found the picking slim. The scarcity of inventory got him thinking, what if the lack of bikes was pandemic-related, and, and what if the person who'd taken this had done so because they truly needed transportation to get to work? Well, with that thought in mind, Pruitt, an assistant rector at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Leesburg, Virginia, came up with a plan and posted it to a local, local Facebook group. And Pruitt offered to fix bikes free of charge for anyone who needed it. 
He also put out a call for unwanted bikes, which he would repair again for free and then donate to folks who could truly use them but didn't have the budget to buy a bike outright. So the day the post went live, Pruitt wound up with an inventory of 30 used bikes. The initial influx was followed by more than 500 queries from people who either had bikes to donate or that needed fixing soon after. And by the end of 2020, Pruitt had refurbished more than 140 for donation or to be returned to their owners. Pruitt doesn't vet requests, but he does try to gear his donations to families that are truly struggling. The journey he's taken also has moved beyond simply being a way to satisfy a material need to become an opportunity to show kids in his Ludon County neighborhood the nuts and bolts of fixing their own bikes. He says all the neighborhood kids are spending a lot more time doing something that's hands-on. Uh, Pruitt's next-door neighbor, Danny O'Fay, said, almost every day in the neighborhood has a bike. Every, every kid in the neighborhood has a bike now, and he's helped put those bikes together. In addition, I love Mr. Pruitt taking another, another step further. In addition to practical skills, Pruitt's lessons teach resilience and teamwork. They encourage self-esteem and foster feelings of community. Pruitt hopes to integrate his bike ministry, listen to this, into his church as a regular activity once a pandemic has been contained. But in the meantime, the regular crew of helpers who gather in his backyard after their days of remote schooling is thankful for an outlet that lets them channel their energy in a positive direction and gives them a sense of accomplishment. See, that's what I'm talking about. That is a great, great thing that I'm talking about. There is a practical way to show the love and forgiveness of Christ turning your frustration and your anger around and instead returning love, joy, peace, kindness back to a community where maybe some of you have even experienced pain like Mr. Pruitt. Well, I want to go to the call real quick. And uh, we have Adam from El Cajon. Adam, what story do you got for us today to give us a little hope? Hey, um, I just wanted to let people know today at Singing Hills Golf Resort, there's a guy named Clay Phillips who's played 50 rounds of golf in 50 states in 50 days. Today wow. is the 50th day, and he's done it to raise money for clean water around the world, for people who don't have clean water. Um, you know, there are kids that have to walk like six, um, six kilometers to get to, to dirty water, and it's a cause of disease and all kinds of problems. So uh, Clay is finishing up this campaign today, 50 days, 50 rounds of golf in 50 states here in El Cajon, and it will raise money for Covenant World Relief and Development and for Water First, two Christian charities. Wow. If people are interested in, in being a part of it, you can check it out at 50 in 50 in 50 Golf for Water, and you'll see what Clay is doing, and people have a chance to even be a part of it and donate. Dude, that is incredible. That is incredible. So so uh, just real quickly, in less than like 30 seconds, what is kind of the backstory of this? And, and, and again, give us again why he started doing this. Well, um, Clay, uh, you know, is a, is a Christian man, loves the Lord, and uh, found out about how um, the lack of water was such a problem in the world. And uh, because he's a golfer, said, well, what can I do about it? And used his golf skills to raise awareness and get people to donate. Wow. So um, these two charities, he kind of loves these two charities, Covenant World Relief and Development and uh, Water First. So those are the two that people uh, are giving to to kind of um, celebrate what he's doing with this, this golf campaign. 
Man, dude, that is so awesome. Adam, thank you so much. And, folks, yeah, you just heard what Adam had to say there from El Cajon. Uh, be a part of it. See, I mean, people are taking the pain of this world and said, you know what? I've got the Holy Spirit inside of me. I'm going to do something radical with this. I'm going to be part of the solution, not be continue to be part of the problem. So once we continue those calls, give us a call at 888-52-TALKS. That's 888-52-TALKS. Um, uh, but I believe that we also uh, we have our guest here that is uh, on the line. Uh, I believe right now. And so I just want to real quickly give you his bio. Um, It is, he's a wonderful friend, a wonderful individual. I have uh, had the blessing to be able to, to uh, be a part of, of what he has uh, been up to. And uh, I want to get Kyle uh, Johnson on the line right now. Kyle, are you there? Hey, Ed. Good to hear your voice. Oh, thanks, man. I, I, I uh, sorry for the the delay a little bit, but uh, glad you uh, finally got on. And uh, we're busy over here. <laughs> uh, real quick, we got uh, we got a little bit of time before the first break, uh, Kyle. But uh, tell us a little bit about you and about City Serve and what you guys do. This is a great story. Those that are listening, uh, City Serve is one of my favorite organizations, and it's going to be one of your favorites after. So, Kyle, tell the listeners what what you do and a little bit about you but also about city serving what what you guys do absolutely so i don't know where to tell people i'm from because i lived in in uh, south america as a child my parents were missionaries grew up a preacher kid uh, moved to california from washington state my junior year of high school so i really call california home but uh, married 15 years have three wonderful kids and it is my privilege to serve at CityServe. My title um, is Director of Compassion Initiatives. And um, before I talk about that, Ed, I just want to commend you, brother. Um, You know, you turn on the news, you read the news. There is so much negativity in our nation, in our world right now. Um, But really, if, if we understand Scripture, we understand we can read the signs of the times, our nation is ripe for the gospel. That's right. And there are some wonderful things that are happening all across our country and really world. And it's just a privilege, number one, to be on your show, but a privilege to be a part, just a small part of what God is doing here at CityServe. Um, CityServe really provides three things, capacity, systems, and resources for churches so that the local church is able to reach their community. Um, and that's what I love about CityServe. It really, CityServe as a nonprofit stands apart, not above, but apart from other nonprofits in the sense that we exist to empower the local church. We believe that, that Jesus was clear and Scripture is clear that that is God's plan to reach the lost, the broken, and the hurting. And if you follow the life and the ministry of Christ, the Bible says a couple things, that Jesus was often filled with and moved by compassion. And that's what we are all about, is compassion ministry. And uh, CityServe, God has blessed us as an organization. We are based out of Central California, but we are quickly spreading across the country. you guys are everywhere. And what city... Yeah, it's everywhere. In fact, we've um, just as of a few months ago, we've we've gone into Mexico, and wow. we are already partnering with over 200 churches 
in Mexico. But kind of a snapshot, Ed, is what we do is we have access to all kinds of product through corporations like Costco and, and other, you know, big box companies that we get product from them, and churches are able to access that, all kinds of stuff from electronics to furniture to diapers. And what we do is we provide that to the local church so that people in the church, we call those heroes, are able to take that stuff and minister to the needs in their community. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing, the, the first time that I got an opportunity to be exposed to uh, City Serve was uh, a couple years ago, and, and Kyle, you and I were both on that trip when we went to Israel, uh, a, a trip that was sponsored by City Serve for pastors to uh, just find out what City Serve does and to see the unique things that it was doing and beginning to do. And it has just blossomed tremendously, blossomed tremendously. And God is God is doing a tremendous thing through City Serve. And folks that are listening, uh, I, I want you. We're going to talk after our next break with Kyle and, and learn some more about City Serve and hear some of the cool uh, stories. That, that God is doing through City Sir, but I, I just want to tell you right now. We'll give you m- the more information later, but go go online and, and look up City Serve. Uh, get uh, well acquainted with them. If you are a minister, a pastor in a church, uh, if you uh, are working in a church, uh, go find City Serve. We're going to give you some information in just a few more moments about how you can get involved. But start looking now. It is a wonderful thing. God is using this organization in powerful ways to change their communities through the body of Christ in powerful, powerful ways. Well, what feel-good story do you have today? Perhaps it's something that you did through your community. I know that we have somebody on the line from Pasadena, and uh, we'll be getting to you after the break. But the, the table's set today. What has made a positive impact in your life and in your community? We want to hear from you, so give us a call right now at 888-52-TALKS. That's 888-52-TALKS. We'll be back on KPRZ and KKLA and finish our conversation with Kyle Johnson from CityServe, and we'll take your calls right after the break. This is Ed Carlson, and you're listening to Southern California Live. Talk about young people making a difference. College student Michael Arendelle of Orland Park has started a countrywide volunteer shopping movement. When he heard about vulnerable seniors worried about exposing themselves to COVID by shopping, he put the call out online to college students willing to step up. He called it Leave It to Us. Within just days, he had 40,000 views and countless students calling in to help out. Today, he has 400 volunteers and 35 chapters across the country. What a cool story of that great college student seeing a need and feeling it for those seniors in our communities that are disadvantaged. See, despite what you're hearing every day on the news and through social media, there are a lot of incredible acts of kindness happening and some incredible individuals that are making a difference in our world. And when we do it the right way, God gets all the glory. Welcome back to Southern California Live. This is Ed Carlson sitting in as host of the show today. And I am just blessed to be able to spend some time with you today and uh, we, we've got a great show, and, and, and before we go back to our guests, I know we have a Claudia from Pasadena that's been uh, on, uh, waiting on hold for about 11 minutes. So, minutes. so Claudia, uh, give us a really quick, a, a quick uh, awesome hope story of what's happening in Pasadena, or at least uh, uh, after church on Sundays at your church. Yes, so we're going to have our second, um, uh, this Sunday, uh, our prayer drive-through. We figured that a lot of people need prayer and so the youth and our prayer team got together last month and we were just holding up signs to come 
and drive through our parking lot for prayer if they needed prayer. At it. first, we were so nervous because nobody was coming in, but they were honking. And then at the end, after two hours, we got to pray for 10 people, uh, uh, 10 people plus. You know, there was needs of, you know, addiction. There was needs of, you know, uh, wanting to have a baby or someone recommitted their lives to Christ. Neither the, we were so excited because these people were, you know, uh, probably typically not coming into churches, but they were coming in through our drive through So we're going to do it again this Thursday at our small church in San Gabriel. So That's awesome. That is so awesome. Thank you so much, Claudia, for that story. See, guys, uh, we can do some incredible things when we begin to hear from the voice of God and begin to just say, you know what, I'm going to be part of the solution, not another part of the problem. So uh, my guest today, uh, one of my guests today, I'm so, one of my favorite people, uh, uh, Kyle Johnson, before working with CityServe, he pastored a turnaround church uh, where they saw God move in incredible ways despite a global pandemic. He believes that God's answer to reaching the lost is his church. Amen to that. And if we will commit to loving and serving the people around us, revival is around the corner. I know he told us, but just to remind you all, he's married to Katrin, his amazing wife of 15 years. Together they have three children who are their greatest joy. And in his free time, he enjoys family time and football. Man, he's a man after my own heart. Kyle, Thanks for hanging on with us, man, uh, for the second segment. Uh, we, when we got off the phone, well, I'm sorry, when we went to the first break, we were just talking kind of about what um, CityServe does. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear a story, maybe like a cool story of how God has used CityServe. I know there's tons, but give me one story that just is a cool miracle story. Okay, you asked for one. Can I give you two quick ones? Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so the first one, um, and there's so much, and everything that's happening through CityServe, from our founders and president all the way down, we give God all the credit. Um, It's all for his kingdom and for his glory. But one, uh, during the pandemic, we were able to receive a grant um, for Farmers to Families. Uh, Maybe some of your listeners have heard of this. Maybe even their church was a part of it. What it was was collecting produce and dairy and really some great stuff from around the country and boxing that up and delivering it to churches so that those boxes could be passed out. You know, 2020 was difficult on so many people. And just during the pandemic 2020, we saw right at 15 million food boxes distributed. Um, And it's just been unbelievable what God has done to date. In just three short years, we have been able to serve approximately 62 million people, and to God be the glory. But kind of a local example that I love sharing this one um, was a pastor. In fact, the church was getting ready to close its doors. It was that drastic um, that uh, this denomination uh, had tried and tried, and they had sent pastors in there, and the church was just dying. I think they had maybe three people in the congregation. And before the doors closed, um, our president uh, said, well, let's, let's give it one more shot. And so uh, he sent a young pastor in there. Long story short, that pastor immediately went out into the community. What can we do to minister in a tangible way, minister to real needs in our community? I love what your, your caller said. She talked about prayer. Prayer is the greatest thing that we can do. But sometimes before somebody will let us pray for them, they want to know what can you do 
to feed my kids. That's what Jesus what did. What can you do to help my situation? And so this young pastor went door to door, just introducing himself. I'm the new pastor from this church down the street. And um, he noticed something. As he asked them, is there anything that, that you need, anything that your family needs? Oftentimes the, the response was no, not really. So he would just ask if he could pray with them, and he'd move on to the next house. Well, he noticed something about that community was it seemed like everybody had dogs. <laughs> and so what this young pastor did was through City Serve, he became a, a pod, which is a local church that partners with City Serve, and they're able to receive the product that we have. And he got a bunch of dog food. And so what that young pastor did was he went throughout, and everywhere that he saw a dog, a home with a dog, um, he gave them free dog food. Wow. And long story short, it had such an impact in that church that that little church with just a few people on the brink of, of you know, closing its doors and the property being sold, that church now operates three Sunday services that are packed wow. every single week. Wow. Wow. And um, just, just a, an unbelievable story of what God can do when his church is willing to step out and minister through compassion and meet people's needs. Amen. Amen. To that. This is why I love uh, City Serve. And uh, Kyle Johnson is one of my uh, favorite people. His dad also is one of my favorite people. I actually served under him and uh, while well, I was a student ministries director at Covina Assembly of God uh, back in the day. And now your dad is the, the assistant uh, superintendent of uh, the SoCal Network of the Assemblies of God and uh, a great man. He's created and produced a great son. And Kyle, you're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you, man. I, I know that there's um, th there's so many resources that are available. A lot of people don't know about them. A lot of churches don't know about them. Um, how, how if if there is uh, individuals that want to be part of what City Serve does, or perhaps a pastor or or leaders in a church that want to be part of serving their community through the resources that City Serve can supply, how can they go about that? Yeah, and so earlier I said that City Serve really does three things: it's it builds capacity and systems and resources for the church to reach their communities. What we have done is develop 10 what we call initiatives. These are based from Scripture. These are things that mattered to Jesus, so they should matter to the local church, and that's the hungry, the orphan, the widow, the poor, the exploited, the addicted, the prisoner, the vulnerable, the unreached, and Israel. We know that Israel has a special place in God's heart, and so yeah. all of this product that we receive serves those 10 initiatives. That's the heart of City Serve. And for any of your listeners that would like to find out, you know, how can my church get involved in this? I'll give you two ways. One is phone number, area code 661-558-4441, or they can visit us online at cityserve.us. Yeah, cityserve.us, folks, at cityserve. Dot us and you can get all the information on there. You can also follow them on social media as well uh, and also get in contact with them from there. Well, Kyle, we've ran out of time, man, but dude, thank you so much. I love you. I love what you guys are doing at CityServe. It's a game changer. Uh, thanks for taking some time out today to be with us. It's my pleasure. Bless you guys. All right. Thank you. See, folks, 
despite what you hear in this world and despite the truly evil things, and there are truly evil things that are taking place in this world, God is on the move. And he's using people like you, organizations like CityServe, uh, churches throughout the world. We just heard from uh, a couple people in this hour about uh, what God is doing at their churches, simple things, just like doing a, a drive-through prayer church and, and uh, you know, different things on the golf course that raise money. And, man, it's incredible stuff. But God's on the move. And he's on the move to use folks like you, folks like me, churches, organizations like CityServe to be agents of kingdom change. I love what Philippians 4.8 says. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is, in, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so we got to think about these. It's a holy thing to do. Well, when we come back, we have a special friend joining us who is doing some incredible things for God, and she, along with her business uh, and ministry, is also uh, something good that is happening in our world. And it all centers around one of my favorite things, and probably yours too, cookies. That's right. You know you're already wanting some cookies and milk as soon as I said it, and you'll find out what God is doing around the nation from someone who simply said yes to God Don't miss it. We'll be right back after the break here on KPRZ and KKLA. This is Ed Carlson, and you are listening to Southern California Live. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Southern California Live here on KKLA and KPRZ. I'm your host, Ed Carlson, and my next guest in my opinion, has some of the best cookies in America, but it's more than just about a cookie, and you need to get your hands on them, and and I mean that. You need to get your hands on them quickly, and you're going to find out how to do that, and there's no better person to get those cookies from because of what she does, but she and her husband and her family are great friends of my wife and I, and they are the real deal, but the reason behind the cookie is what sends my endorsement over the top. Angela Pepe founded Curly Top Baker Gourmet Cookies with the vision of feeding the homeless in Las Vegas and beyond by sharing a little love and hope, one freshly baked gourmet cookie at a time. As the love for her cookies began to spread, what started out as baking for family, friends, neighbors, and school functions quickly grew into a business founded on the desire to have a lasting impact in her community. The passion for this business started with a simple thought in mind to connect with people, put a smile on their face, and sure, cookies can do that. To date, Curly Top Baker has donated over 29,000 cookies to the homeless community. Curly Top Baker's cookies have been featured on the red carpet at the Academy Awards, Forbes, BuzzFeed, CBS News, ABC, and Fox News, and are in major retailers and grocery store chains. And I just heard that these cookies are actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, she can correct me on this, but are actually being used now by the, by the NFL and by the Philadelphia Eagles, I believe. But Angela, welcome to the show. Hi, Ed. Thanks so much for having me. So was I right? Was it the, is it the Philadelphia Eagles? Am I right on that? The, yes, Philadelphia Eagles. We're actually in the midst of making 10,000 cookies, right, as we speak. Oh, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the, they actually get over to, uh, if you're listening, Jerry Jones, to my, my team, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so, Jerry. Let's go. Jerry, Jerry. 
uh, and anybody listening from the Dallas Cowboys, call Curly Top Baker. Uh, but Angela, give us a breakdown of how everything came into existence for the Curly Top Baker Gourmet Cookies. All right. Well, um, the love for making cookies really started when I was a little girl. Um, little did I know that it would become my life mission to um, own a cookie company that gives a portion of their profits back to the, to the homeless here in, um, in Las Vegas. Um, it just started out like baking cookies for the homeless. Um, we'd go and take cookies. My, my kids and I would take out cookies to um, the homeless here in Henderson, different parks, and we would um, pair up with different nonprofits uh, to just share our, the love for our cookies. I, I was transferred from California um, as a stay-at-home mom to uh, Vegas for uh, my husband Mark's job, and so um really wanted to find something as a hobby, per se, uh, to do here in Vegas. And so I uh, met a gentleman at the gym that was uh, taking cookies, uh, actually taking socks, out to um, the homeless down on um, Fremont Street um, downtown. And so I offered to make him cookies. And uh, the cookies supposedly were a hit with the homeless um, way back when. And um, we just continued to make them. Um, we got to a point where Mark had said, hey, you're pretty much feeding all of Vegas here. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's see what we can do and make this a business. So that's kind of how Curly Top was founded, really on the nonprofit side, the giving back side, um, then becoming this business that I really never dreamed of having. Um, so it's, it's really uh, just touched my heart, just being able to share our freshly baked cookies with the homeless. It just um, there's nothing better than being able to hand out a fresh baked cookie that, that they know that we made exclusively for them. Um, they're not getting old cookies. They're not getting, um, you know, stale cookies. They're freshly baked. Um, and then it's just getting to know who they are, how they became homeless, and really just making a connection with them. Yeah. And listen, folks, I've had these cookies. They're tremendous. Every time I go to Vegas, before we even do anything, I say, Angela, bring them out. Let's go. Let's bake some. And uh, she, yes. she does. And they yes. are tremendous. You put a little milk, get a little milk with those things. They're incredible. Uh, Angela, <laughs> we don't have a ton of time, but what, what, are some, uh, what are some of the cool things, just maybe a story, uh, something cool that God has made happen for the business and the ministry recently? Well, God's hand has been so evident in the business um, from the get-go. We didn't—I I didn't even know where this would, you know, entail and and bring us to. But um, just stories about finally, you know, opening up my kitchen facility here in Henderson. Uh, we we got the keys in November of 2019. Um, got our staff on place. Truly, truly a dream. Um, our grand opening was February 2021, and probably one of the best days of my life other than getting married and having my kids. Um, the kitchen was open for samples. We invited uh, city officials. We had a, an official ribbon-cutting ceremony. I was on top of the world just thanking God for this business. Little did I know that March 2021 would hit COVID, and my whole business and world would kind of come upside down. Um, my husband's job was... Uh, let, he was let go in the hotel industry, and so um, this business was pretty much all that we had. So in the midst of ramping up, um, the cookies, we were then dropped from our major hotels and grocery stores because they weren't um, tagged as uh, essential goods. So 
um, because of all the give back that we had had, um, my name and contact info was given to CBS Documentary, and they launched a really awesome uh, documentary on uh, the effects of COVID in Vegas. And so I was on that segment, and that aired in October of 20, uh, October 29th of last year. Um, between October 29th and December 31st, I made three times the amount that I had made from January to October 28th. Wow. So wow. God's hand just sustained us um, through COVID, where our, all our neighbors were closing down. I'm still standing strong and um, just getting support from you know the community that had watched the documentary. That is so rad. I, you know, I've, I've known uh, Angela and Mark. Uh, in fact, Angela and Mark, uh, all the listeners out there, used to actually be on uh, staff with me on my volunteer staff when I was a youth pastor uh, a long time ago uh, at, at Covina yeah. Assembly, and uh, just wonderful. So I've known them forever. And and one of the things that that stand out to me about them, I say this to you listeners because this is a, this is a business, but also a ministry that's worthy of investing right. in it. And when I think of you guys, I think of that scripture from Matthew chapter 6. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And then a handful of verses later, right. it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And, and you guys have seen that. I've seen that happen in your guys' life because you put Jesus first in his kingdom and he has blessed and favored you guys tremendously. And so I'm, I'm just yes. super excited Thank about you. what God's doing uh, in your life. Now, uh, what are some of the goals and visions you guys have for the ministry over the next year? And then, and then, and, and well, let, about me, a let me back up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Lord gave me Psalm 34, 8 mm. when we were opening um, this up as just giving cookies to the homeless. And it's a uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And he had told me that these cookies weren't just cookies made with my hands, but they were blessed. And so when uh, we were handing out these cookies into the parks and the homeless communities, that they would truly taste and see that the Lord is good. I didn't know, I didn't have scriptures with me. I didn't have anything um, as far as leading them to Jesus other than just feeding them. And so it's just crazy how God has just used this ministry and used that scripture to really um, come forth with, with the ministry side of the business. Um, but we, we continue to um, feed our goal is to feed more. Um, our cookies have traveled yearly to Cambodia um, wow. for sex traffic victims. Um, I get pictures all the time um, of those women that just see these cookies as just a blessing. You know, they don't have anything like that in Cambodia. And so we have that scripture um, on the cookies as well. And so they just think that it's pretty awesome that, you know, a bakery in, in America has sent cookies to them. Um, but the goal is to, you know, continue to work with um, nonprofits. I would love to get these cookies into the Dream Center in um, Arizona and um, just work with women that have, you know, gone through sex trafficking um, and then the homeless community as well. It's just, um, it's just been so great to be able to connect with people, to find out their story. You know, a lot of times we stereotype these people, but we could we could be them, and so just to be able to have a connection with these people has just really changed my life and really um, became a ministry that I just really didn't think that it was. Yeah, that is um, so good. Just being the love for cookies. Yeah, that's so good. So real quickly, uh, we have about a minute left. Uh, thank, first of all, thank you so much for being on the show and, and continued blessings on your business, and most importantly to the ministry with the thank homeless you. and hurting. 
uh, in Vegas and, and all over the world, really. Uh, how can the audience get a hold of you to follow you and see what God is doing, but also how can they get a hold of those incredible cookies and at the same time help out a worthy cause that's at the heart of Christ? Thank you. Um, so your viewers can, um, your listeners can uh, order the cookies through our website, curlytopbaker.com. And then our social media handle is curlytopbaker as well. And we've got a discount code for all your uh, listeners. Um, the discount code is just KKLA, and they uh, will receive 10% off their purchase. Come on, folks, listen, you hear that? You got tons of people listening. Go out there right now, curlytopbaker.com, type in KKLA, you get 10% off, and all this stuff goes to a tremendous thing that God is doing. That is awesome, awesome, awesome. And follow Angela as well at Curly Top Baker. That's the handle, and uh, you can see what yes. God is doing. So awesome. Angela, thank you awesome. again. You rock. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. I appreciate your time. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Have a good one. Uh huh. Well, folks, that wraps up our first hour. Uh, when we come back, what a great hour. So good. I feel full of hope. I hope you do too. But when we come back, we're going to be uh, tackling the subject of addiction and its impact on our communities and our families. And we want to hear from you in that second hour. So give us a call right now at 888-52-TALKS. That's 888-52-TALKS. This is Ed Carlson, and you are listening to Southern California Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 